0: Welcome to Sky High Results Online, where I interview the best online marketers and uncover their top strategies to drive the growth of their business. I'm your host, Victoria Gibson, and I'm here to share the best advice for women entrepreneurs to boost their online marketing efforts and get results now. Now, here's your episode. Hello, it's Victoria Gibson, and welcome to Sky High Results Online, where I help women create a bigger impact with their business and create success on their own terms. I'm super excited to welcome Anne Samoylov from annesamoylov.com today. She helps entrepreneurs launch their big ideas. And in fact, the very first launch she worked on was Marie Folio's B-School. So she has some great launching experience. She runs a brilliant course called Fearless Launching. And I really wanted to dive in with uh, Anne today about all the ins and outs of launching, give you some um, solid tips that you can apply and hopefully make your launch experience so much better. So welcome, Anne.
1: Thank you, Victoria. This is this is great. I'm so glad we finally get a chance to chat.
0: I know. Well <laughs> we have known each other for several years, which I love. And we've yeah, to into each other earlier in the year in San Diego, but really it started when you were working behind the scenes on, mm-hmm. on called Launch and I was in Marie and Laura's mastermind. That's right. I guess it was one too. So we met, that was, do you know that was about five years ago? Can you even believe that?
1: That's crazy. And I kind of think that we might have met in New York City at a karaoke place. Did you that go to that?
0: Exactly, yeah, that is exactly <laughs> where we met. We, we were having drinks in some dive bar karaoke with um, with everybody from, from the Mastermind, which was a really good fun night. I think that was after the... um Rich, happy, and hot live event.
1: Yes, so was- isn't it so funny? Yeah. Those good old days.
0: <laughs> good old days. Yeah, five years ago that was so. It's pretty wow. amazing um, how quickly that happens, and also I guess how how the landscape has changed in many ways since you know <laughs> we were in it back then. Um, it's definitely bigger. There's a there's a lot more opportunity, but there's also a lot lot more competition. I guess so. Yeah what's your thoughts on, you know, the power of launching now um, and how important that is to your business?
1: You know, I do still think that, here's the thing, I, I know launching kind of pushes a bunch of trigger buttons for people. Like, you know, when they think of a launch, they think of it in a certain format and a certain, it's supposed to look in a certain way. But I really look at launches as a chance to just get people to pay attention to your business and you don't necessarily have to just be launching a paid product. You could be launching, you know, a new coaching service. You could be launching a website. And it's, it's honestly a launch to me is like attention. It's getting attention. And the way that I really feel like it's changed is that, you know, and I still unfortunately feel like a lot of people are stuck in watching only launches that are happening online in a certain Industry, let's say, like in their industry, but I find that the people who are really just shine, outshining others, are taking cues from bigger launches, from movies, from video games, from different, different, from books, from from authors who are doing things that are different. And, you know, so I feel like launching is such an opportunity to experiment and get attention.
0: Absolutely. And I, I think um, that also just it's something that's followed in many other industries, not just that online expert or information yeah. coaching market. It's it's something that is uh, an essential part of marketing and getting that level of awareness. Yep, and it really helps to um, build your list, create some scarcity when you do it with the, you know you do it right, so that people are driven to buy at certain times of the year and can really boost your revenue. So, yeah. how long out should you plan for, for, for your launch? What what should you be doing? Planning is not my forte. (laughs) You know, school me.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh! Well, the thing is, is that it really does depend on you, your business, your audience, how often you are already communicating with them, and. Let's say in a perfect world, you've been super consistent. They, they know who you are. You've stayed on their radar. Maybe you do, you know, you have resources for them. You're, you're very visible, let's say. Then maybe you might need like, I don't know, six to nine weeks, let's say, to prepare for a launch or a relaunch. If it's a new product, though, it might take you a lot longer. I mean, I can, I can remember some products that we were building and we were, we were outlining for months. And then once we really figured out what the what the product was, then we were able to turn it around into the actual launch part of it pretty quickly. But it just depends on where you are um, on your timeline. Like for me, for Fearless Launching, since I've done done the pro- program several times, I still take about that amount of time, because it's, you still have to ramp things up, get the audience to know what's happening, what's coming without slamming them over the head with it. And you have to, you know, energize the people who are already on your list. If you have a mailing list already, or the people who are in your audience in some other way, you have to find ways to re-engage them because people they get you know they glaze over they get they go onto other things there's other shiny objects and if you've got if you're in the online course and training and education space they're definitely looking at tons of different things
0: yeah absolutely and I think I think that's great to just sort of set that layout that plan and and make sure you've got your ducks in a row right mm-hmm. because um, that also brings me to the other point of this is where I get asked a lot is there a good time to launch. Does it matter about timing? What are your thoughts on that?
1: You know, what's interesting is when anybody ever asked me this, I remember something that Dean Jackson told Laura Roeder. When I worked with Laura Roeder a long time ago, she had like a, she, she was, I think he was her coach for a while or something. I don't remember exactly, but, but anyways, he said-
0: He's the loveliest guy. I he
1: love is him. so cool. I love that guy, um, and he's yeah. so smart. So smart. Isn't he? Isn't he? Um, he said something like, um, "You know, is it basically?" She asked him, "Is it okay to basically start a launch like during the holidays?" And he's like, "You know what? Uh, December twenty-six, people are back at the stores, so people are ready to buy." And he kind of, he kind of just cemented in my head this idea of like, you know what, people are always ready to purchase something if it's a priority for themselves. And, you know, I know that it's, it's, it's been proven over and over with, with during the holidays, you know, we want to say that people check out and don't, don't buy things or don't invest in themselves. But sometimes that's actually when they do it more, you know, and, you know, so I don't feel like there's a bad time, as long as you're, you have an engaged audience. You've, you know, made the plan in advance, and you include whatever that kind of weird time of the year is. like use that time to your advantage. If it's back to school, use back to school. If it's during during a tough time because people are dealing with an election, we'll use that as part of your marketing story. You know, um, no no point in pretending it's not there. And in fact, it kind of like, I feel like it links. It makes the customer or the potential customer or client more inclined, I think, to be like, yeah, this person's based in reality. They're not like just trying to pretend nothing else is going on in the world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen time and time again over the last, you know, five, six years I've been doing this that, uh, yeah, that, that time just straight after Christmas is a really busy time when most people are thinking, oh, everyone will be away or... Um, even around that Thanksgiving, obviously yep. one of the big sales days in America is Black Friday. That's right. Um, and so, you know, people often, you know, we assume they're all, all you know, playing happy families and there's so many people now, there's so many single-person families, there's so many different circumstances where people, you know, may be not having to go to work and are looking for something to engage with and are online um, looking for connection. So right. I think it could be one of the best times possible is to do holidays and um, you know, people, people will still, if, if you're solving the problem, right, they're still obviously going to have that problem and be looking for a solution all year out. So yeah, I think that's a good point. You know, I love
1: that. one thing I wanted to say just to kind of add to that is that it's not about the when it's, you don't start with the question is now a good time. You think, does this person that I'm serving need this now, you know, start with the who, if if you ever have no idea then ask does this person need this right now are they going to be too busy to engage are they you know because it's not about whether you or i necessarily think something's a good product or even if they do but if they're ready for it right now you just have to be clued yeah. into them
0: yeah absolutely and you mentioned at the um start of the podcast about launching bringing up you know, some uh, triggering people um, and maybe bringing up some blocks. What do you feel are the most common blocks that you see to people actually getting their, their um, big program out there and launching it?
1: Uh, Launching is hard. Lots of different pieces. It's overwhelming, you know, Mm. and maybe they, maybe they've tried things in the past and they just didn't follow through, you know? So Mm. it's like, it's like a confidence block almost. Um, there's obviously there's obviously money blocks with you know and and with not knowing you know do can, can I really sell this Who am I to sell this It's all about like the fear you know blo- I think the biggest block is just plain plain old fear in just many different forms and. If there was anything else, I would think it's perfection. And, again, that's fear of being judged, fear of mm-hmm. not doing it right. It's all fear. Yeah.
0: It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just that that big old fear. And I think especially for the first one, people feel like, oh, well, who's going to buy it or what am I going to do, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So what about um, in terms of what's your advice in terms of do people need a certain number of Um, you know certain email list number to successfully launch what what's your thoughts on what the kind of foundation they need in place and I know we were talking offline a little bit about this so it'd be good for you to just expand upon that as well and what kind of foundation they need to to get up and running with a a successful launch
1: yeah I mean I do think that Sure. You know, you have a bigger list. You It's an engaged list. Let's say you're communicating with them regularly. That's what I mean by engaged. But even with a smaller list, you can still do a launch. It's not going to be necessarily. Not every person on that list is going to purchase. But if you've had some sort of impact on them, if they are the right people, then you are able to launch to them. And I, you know, honestly, I'm a huge fan of launching with a small list because it's your perfect time to make all the mistakes in the world. Because as your list grows, you feel a pressure. You feel that pressure of people watching. And a um, long time ago when I was teaching, learning to teach Pilates, long story there, but when I was in the certification kind of program, a girl kind of made me realize this, that it's better to, to mess up now while you're, you're not surrounded by a bunch of people, you know, doing Pilates and you're worried that one of them's going to hurt themselves. Now's the time to make those mistakes. And chances are, you're not going to make the mistakes. There might be just five people and whatever you, you know, put out there, but you might be surprised, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't think, you know, I know people say, oh, you should have a thousand people before you launch, but I don't think that's true. I, I know that the first Fearless launching, I had under five 500 people and I still ended up with, you know, a good little 25 people in that very first round of the program. And I hadn't been talking about launching for very long. So, but then again, like, you know, as we both know, things have definitely, the market has gotten a little bit more saturated with people talking about everything so, yeah. you know, I, th- I think that what, whatever number you have, you do have to start building that list. And and sometimes now, and this is another thing, I don't even think I said this to you, Victoria, earlier, but one thing I like to tell people is, okay, so you don't have like an email list. What's your Instagram mm-hmm. look like? And and how do you talk about your business there? And, you know, I'll find someone and there's a woman who's my client now and she... She wanted to do an Instagram workshop for kind of makers and crafters and people like that. And that's all she has is her Facebook group, people who purchased from her store and her Instagram, and she just launched it um, through those two mediums. So use whatever channels you have. Those people count as part of your, in quotes, list.
0: Exactly, um, and I've definitely had clients like that too, who've uh, been connected in Facebook groups and been able to mm-hmm. post mm-hmm. in there. And and if you if you're solving the problem right and getting in front of the people who have the problem, you'll you know you can you can have a very successful launch. And I've seen people sort of straight out the gate without a big list do twenty thirty thousand dollar launches, which is obviously nothing to be sneezed at. Of so course, if, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously you do see the, those with uh, tens and thousands of people on their list and, and how that multiplies, which is pretty powerful. And I guess that's about creating consist- a platform of consistent content and engagement prior to your launch as well, like on a, just an everyday basis not just when you launch right that's
1: right that's right and it doesn't have to be like you don't have to be a blogger you don't necessarily have to you you might like making youtube videos or you might you you might like doing a podcast but whatever it is or whatever couple of channels you have you have to do them consistently and that has to be the place where people know that they can come to you and they know that they can get content from you um
0: yeah absolutely and and I guess, um, lastly, surviving the launch and the fallout of a launch, like whether it's it's good or bad, and reviewing and and getting back up again, like what what are your sort of tips on making it through a launch and and you know holding it all together? Like, <laughs> what 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 do you see? You know, obviously, you've had clients go through the process, as have I, and yeah, and you can see, it's really stressful. Right? It can be it's brutal. Like,
1: it can be actually yeah. brutal, Victoria. You know that. And whether you're someone who's launched before or not, it can be tough on you physically, emotionally. You start to question your. It it like eats at the very core of who you are sometimes if you let it. And you know, I've had I've had people who have million dollar businesses still have moments. I'm just going to call them moments during their launch where they l- literally. You need someone to talk you off a ledge. You need someone, not just a friend, not your husband, not your spouse or or whatever. You need someone who's more of like in a mentor or kind of confidant. I always like to have a launch confidant that I can go to and say, this is happening. I'm freaking out. Um, And you need that person and you know Denise Steffield Thomas actually said this on the podcast when I interviewed her a couple of weeks ago. She's like you need someone or you need to make sure that there are meals made and that there are food and the, there's food in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, stuff like that matters, but also, you know, you you the thing that saves me every single launch and has there was one launch where I was working on um I don't know if you've heard of Revolution U that's Jonathan Fields. Jonathan Fields did like a, so the first time he, the first time, or maybe it was his second launch of that. He was launching it. I was working with him during that and I was launching and he kept pushing his launch. And all of a sudden our open dates were the same. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not changing mine because I've been planned for this. And guess what? I was already planned. I felt so good because I had pre-planned, pre-written done everything that I needed to do. And it was actually one of my best launches. I mean, because of that, because I didn't feel, but, but then again, I'm not going to lie. I did almost crack a vein in my head because there's just so many details. There's so many details and you just want to scream. So you need someone by your side. You need, you need that social support, but you also need people who are by your side in the trenches who actually get what you're doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think (laughs) That's pretty vital that, you know, having having trusted experts by your side as well, people to advise you, which I know you do for your clients as well, um, mm-hmm. as well as have a great program that you take people through um, from time to time, you launch that. So how can people sort of get on, um, on the train to hear from Anne when <laughs> her, her launching program uh, is released each year?
1: You know what? Probably the best thing to do, honestly, isn't even to just get on a wait list. It's just you can grab. I have a launch toolkit and it's actually a piece of fearless launching. I pulled out just so that people could kind of get started. And it just gives you what what the sneaky thing is that you guys you'll get. I'm sharing now, of course, is that if you really go through this workbook, the main workbook that's in the toolkit, you will have created most of your launch plan. And you will not even realize that you're doing it so well you might realize but that's what you'll do just go to anselmoilove.com it's right there on the front page
0: fantastic awesome yeah. okay well definitely i couldn't recommend you more highly you thoroughly experienced and um an amazing uh guide through you know this overwhelming uh opportunity of launching but yeah. often necessary so Head on over there. I'll have the web link in the show notes as well. And I've really enjoyed catching up with you. It's been, it's been fantastic. So thanks for coming on the show. Me too. And I look forward to catching up with you soon in the States.
1: Yes, that will be amazing. Probably at Traffic Conversion again. Trafficking Next year, we'll <laughs> That'll be our there. spot, San Diego.
0: <laughs> Sorry?
1: San Diego, right. be there.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. San Diego in March, and um, let's have more time this time. Let's go and uh, yeah, catch up properly. Definitely, I agree. All right, my love. Take care, and thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Victoria. I'm dedicated to bring the best marketers to you right here on Sky High Results Online. If you're a woman looking to rapidly grow your business with powerful online marketing campaigns and the support of a brilliant group of like-minded entrepreneurial women, head on over to victoriagibson.com.